I'm Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. You're listening to Flock Stars, the Ponderings from the Perch miniseries. In this season of Flock Stars, we're showcasing amazing people who attended the 2018 Women in Research Executive Retreat. You'll get to hear from these market research experts in short, bite-sized episodes. You're in for a treat today. I know you're going to love this. So welcome, Seema Vasa. Thanks for coming on my show. Thank you so much for having me, Priscilla. I'm excited to be here. It, it, you know what? We have a lot to talk about. We had a great time uh, connecting at the retreat. But, you know, when I really afterwards and we we connected a little bit more afterwards and we started talking about, you know, where your expertise lie, I, I am just in pretty much awe of you right now. <laughs> Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. And, and and right back at you, by the way. The accomplishments are crazy. And um, before we even start, I'm just going to give a shout out. Tell us a little bit about this newer, um, your, your, uh, your podcast. It's called Data Gurus. Give the audience just a little commercial about what it is, who should be listening. And I just absolutely want to give you this shout out so people can listen to this great material. Thank you so much. So Data Guru is really, I started about a, a year ago. It's It's been a journey about podcasting and learning about podcasting. And the real focus is um, our ecosystem. It's understanding what's happening with technology innovation in our industry. It's understanding about different methodologies. It's selling in our industry. It's basically any topic related to data within the MR space. And probably broader is uh, the real focus. And I've had some really interesting guests on and yeah, I'd love for people to listen to it. It's so fun. I love podcasting about podcasting. Seema. It's funny. <laughs> I know it's good, right? <laughs> well, everybody doesn't know you and didn't get a chance to sit and really get in the soup that was, you know, this amazing, you know, stuff that we got to just, you know, stew in for a couple of yes. days in Tiburon. So tell everybody just a little bit more about you in terms of like, what makes you tick? Maybe a few words that describe you so they could get a, maybe a handle on your approach so that when we go through these other questions, they're like, oh, I get it. She sees it from this perspective. Sure, sure. So I've had a pretty uh, varied experience in the MR industry. I was both on the client side at IBM in the research area, and as well, uh, I spent a lot of time at the MPD group and other research suppliers, and now an entrepreneur in the, in the space. And I have to say, I love research. I love data. <laughs> and um, more than anything, I, I like being on the leading edge of things, uh, things as, as they change and evolve, kind of helping and guiding consulting uh, with clients to help them kind of reach their maximum potential. Well, you're also a chairperson of SampleCon. And so that kind of even gives me that idea that you like being on that forefront of innovation. You like being able to be on that front row as it, you know, as it were, to what are innovative things that people are doing in the market research space? How are we using this data? It's all well and good that we collect it, but what is going on out there? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I The data, I think we're at a point right now where, um, you know, we've gone to a place where there's da there's data explosion. Mm -hmm. uh, that people people know that they have access to so much data now, and clients, I think, and clients definitely are embracing that change. I think there's other parts of the ecosystem that don't necessarily. Uh, they're not necessarily there in terms of accepting the different data sources to provide um, deeper, richer analysis. I think it forces our industry to embrace other people with other skills, such as data scientists, more technical people, mm -hmm. and also a whole nother set of tools that we're probably not used to using. And so that that's really 
um, one of the major shifts that I see. I, the other platform that I see is, you know, we're, we're starting to see so many new methodologies in terms of video, in terms of voice-enabled surveys, um, not just the online data collection, but kind of rounding out these different approaches in terms of collecting data. Consider yourself lucky hearing this announcement. I guess you must be living right or something. We had so much fun imagining this amazing Flock Stars Women in Research miniseries. Then we got to actually see it come to life. And we hope you do not miss an episode because these are truly epic women. But we wanted to celebrate by doing something really cool. So we thought of this crazy idea and we're going to do a giveaway. We put together a prize package. It is full of amazing stuff you actually want. Trust me. So for starters, you'll get two books from the speakers that we featured in the Wire Exec Retreat. Nilifer Merchant's book will be first, The Power of Onlyness, Make Your Wild Ideas Mighty Enough to Dent the World, and Contagious Culture. Show up, set the tone, and intentionally create an organization that thrives by Anise Cavanaugh. They were amazing speakers at Wire Exec Retreat. I know you're going to love those books, but we're going to throw in more. We love rad women worldwide, artists and athletes, pirates and punks, and other revolutionaries who shaped history. I'm going to throw that in. We're great friends with another epic woman, Sarah Marshank. We're going to throw in her book, Being Selfish, and also Pause. Harnessing the life-changing power of giving yourself a break by my dear, dear friend, Rachel O'Mara. I'm also going to throw in one of my favorites, a book called Porn for Women. Now, this book is not what you think it is, but trust me, you will laugh so hard reading this book, you will cry. I know we'll throw in some Little Bird marketing stuff, a t-shirt, a tote bag, and some other things like that. And all of our friends that we talked to about this cool giveaway off the cuff started sending things in. So every day this prize package is growing and it'll be fun. So just go to littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash badass women and you can enter to win. It's as simple as that. You are this entrepreneur, and so you are a big picture thinker, but yet I hear all these things about data and about the minute details. So you are also incredibly detail oriented. Where, where, you know, would tell me about this mystery? <laughs> well, I would say that you know my training is as a researcher. Mm-hmm. So I worked in the very early days um, with now Millward Brown, but it was IntelliQuest at the time. So working with a lot of the tracking um, studies that they set up for the technology industry. And you know this. I mean, to write a questionnaire to analyze data, you have to be incredibly detailed. I'd have to say it's probably, um, you know, over time, I've gravitated more towards the bigger picture thing and, and really looking at data from a business perspective versus analyzing data and, and producing deliverables. But I love both, to mm-hmm. be to be honest. Well, it seems like the, your love of the big picture is really because you almost can't help it because you have so much experience, you know, that now you can't help but see the big picture. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and 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 I have to stop myself too because um, you know I am one to embrace change, but sometimes change does not happen as fast as um, one might think, or at least as I think. You know, mm-hmm. the, I remember going to conferences saying this is the year of mobile. This is the year of mobile. And Paradigm, which is one of the companies I founded, we invested early in mobile, and we learned that you know just because it's out there and people are talking about it and consumers are using it, our industry didn't necessarily embrace it and and quick enough. And now you can not not be mobile. You have to be mobile optimized and you have to be uh, really 
focused on making sure that the experience for consumers is engaging. Wow. Well, you know, right now where you stand and kind of some of the things we talked about when we were together this year is, you know, your company, Infinity Square Ventures, that you founded Really, it seems like your role there is about how do I accelerate this new and emerging technology in businesses in the market research space. And we both consult in the market research space. So from your perspective, because you do come completely from MR, Mm -hmm. what is the most common refrain you're hearing? Or maybe I'd say biggest mistake, but I hate some of these superlatives sometimes. Just tell us something that's interesting that you see recurring, you know, within the space that you're like, oh, my gosh, could we just please get over this and and move on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's two common threads that I see. One, we're, we have a lot of new technology companies in our space, and the technology enables a lot of data to be produced, a lot of, you know, better consumer engagement potentially. But what I'm seeing is those companies don't necessarily know what to do with the data and how to kind of provide context um, of, regarding the data that they're collecting. And so I see a very common need that comes up and saying, help me figure out how do I productize this, productize this information to make it consumable for clients. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, on that thread, if I could interject one thing, sure, I please. heard something last year at TMRE. It was actually the... Um, the lead researcher from oh my gosh I'm, um, uh, from one of the studios um, maybe it was like 20th Century Fox I think and she was just amazing I'll put her in the show notes but her her thing was about how do you productize and how what do you do with this data and she was telling the audience look you know when you provide this data back to the client you've got to solve not that client you know that person you're talking not their problem not their boss's problem but their boss's boss's problem. And being able to bring that data back, what does this data mean? It means something Uh different to me, but what does it mean over to the client and how can I work my way up and solve the problem? What is it that they're trying to get to at the top? I mean, does that connect with what you're saying? A hundred percent. And I think it forces us to not just be experts in research and call out the key findings, but we have to up our game and understand really business and marketing overall to be able to connect that data to, to really what the business problem is. And, mm-hmm. and I think we hear about this a lot with the notion of storytelling and trying to connect to the bigger picture and delivering value, not just to um, one person at the client side, but potentially a larger team, larger stakeholders that want to know the results and the information. Oh, that is so good. Oh my gosh, Seema, that's so good. So what else do you, what else do you hear and what else do you see? Well, I think, I think we already know this, that sales is still the dirty word in market research. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Unfortunately, because it's something that really drives growth, but Uh, you know, there is a lot of discussion still in terms of how do you sell research and how do you sell these solutions into end clients and into marketing research companies. So I I don't think that's a new problem. I think it's a problem that just has not gone away. Uh, And and clients and and that model is 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 difficult to solve for many people. Are you saying the same thing? Oh, my gosh, I cannot (laughs) believe you're saying this to me because I have not been able to put that into words. But, you know, this is what is funny. I don't come from market research, um, you know, world, uh, although I do have a degree in cultural anthropology. So certainly it's not that I don't understand what's going on. Of course. Um, But 
uh, I'm I'm the person, I'm the oddball at all of the market research conferences. I'm the one person who's not a market researcher. And I get up there and I'm talking about sales and I'm talking about lead generation. And I'm and you can feel it's palpable in the room that here are the breaks. And I've always been like, why? Why? But I do think it's not just market research. I think other people that are listening to, there are certain industries that are just averse to this and they don't want to embrace this change. But, you know, where we're going digitally and how people search um, for solutions to their problems is, you know, more and more digital. And if people don't understand that and can't put their um, their key differentiators or their really explain their methodologies and why are their methodologies better and how can I how do they really solve the problems of the client? If they can't get that correctly online and generate leads, they won't have sales. And you're right, it is a dirty word. And I hadn't been able to really put it together like that. But I think I might feel a little differently than you do. You're probably inside going, come on, guys, come on. And I'm sitting there scratching my head going, why wouldn't you want lead generation? <laughs> right, right. I completely agree with you. And I and I think it's an investment too, right? As a lot of the research companies are um, as we change in it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>